welcome to the Preston Minster podcast. We want you to find your home, find your purpose and transform your city. During the past year, the government have given us various little slogans to help us remember what we're supposed to do and why. First, if you remember, we had stay at home, save, protect the NHS, save lives. Next, there was stay alert, control the virus, save lives. And the most recent has been wash hands, cover face, make space. I have got a little slogan here from Peter to help us stay strong during these challenging times. You ready for it? Stay awake, keep the faith, trust God. I'm going to read now from 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8 to 11. Keep a cool head, stay alert. The devil is poised to pounce and would like nothing better than to catch you napping. Keep your guard up. You're not the only ones plunged into hard times. It's the same with Christians all over the world. So keep a firm grip on the faith. The suffering won't last forever. It won't be long before this generous God who has great plans for us in Christ, eternal and glorious plans they are, will have you put together and on your feet for good. He gets the last word. Yes, he does. So firstly, stay awake. One of my closest friends has the Instagram handle, staying awake. She penned that during the early years of motherhood when your brain just feels like mush. All you wanna do is lay your head on the nearest surface and have a snooze. The idea of reading anything more intellectual than a magazine is like doing a PhD in further maths. Watching anything more than a light-hearted comedy is like you're suddenly a news reporter in a war-torn country. It is full on, it is exhausting, and all you want to do is sleep. But staying awake is vital. It is vital. Do you think it feels a little bit like that right now? Like all you want to do is lay your head down and nap through this whole season, through these weeks and months and however long this goes on for. Escapism is so appealing, especially because we live in the northwest of England. It is winter and we are in lockdown. Mexico never sounded so good. I don't know if you're finding yourself getting lost in the Netflix vortex or even in a good novel to escape what's going on around us. We are, however, exhorted throughout the New Testament to stay alert, to stay awake. Paul, a follower of Jesus who wrote much of the New Testament, um, encouraged us not to sleep as others do, but let us keep awake and be sober. Jesus himself said to his followers, be always on watch. And on a different occasion, stay alert. So what does it mean for us to stay awake? As followers of Jesus, lockdown is not the opportunity just to snooze or to take our feet off the gas. There's a lot going on around us, a lot. The Bible tells us we are in the midst of a spiritual battle. There is real opposition. 
Peter describes the devil as a lion poised to pounce. Staying awake looks like being intentional. It looks like reading your Bible, spending time with Jesus, having a live and active prayer life. Staying awake looks like checking in with your community. It looks like purposeful, intentional life, regardless of our circumstances. Secondly, keep the faith. Peter encourages us to keep the faith. His words to us here are, keep a firm grip on the faith, or in another version, stand firm in the faith. Now, community is such an essential part of being a follower of Jesus. It goes right back to the garden, when God made Eve for Adam so that he was not alone. It goes further back than that, the community of the Trinity, Father God, Holy Father God, Holy Spirit, Jesus the Son, they are together in community. We were created for community. We were created to do this together. And that's why it feels so unnatural and unhealthy that we are prevented from being together, from gathering as a body, from spurring one another on. If you picture a fire with some irons in it and you can see them all in the flames, red hot together, but as soon as you take one out, it starts to cool down and it goes from being a, an intense red down cooling to black. Maybe your faith feels a little bit like that. Maybe when you're in church and meeting with your community, you feel alive, your faith feels full of passion and vitality. But when it's just you on your own at home, maybe with your family or your housemates, maybe by yourself, watching church online, Maybe it starts to get a bit grey, a bit foggy, a bit dull. Can I encourage you, if you're feeling like that with Peter, can I encourage you to keep the faith? Keep the faith. It sounds a bit vague. It sounds a bit even passive. But actually, Peter puts it in the context of resisting the devil. To withstand, to strive against, and to oppose. Keeping the faith is a battle position. Elsewhere in the Bible, we are given specific instructions for being battle-ready. I'm going to read here. Be prepared. You're up against far more than you can handle on your own. Take all the help you can get. Every weapon God has issued. So when it's all over, you'll still be on your feet. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith and salvation are more than words. Learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life. God's word is an indispensable weapon. In the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard and long. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops out. Now you might be sitting at home in your PJs watching this, but you are also on the front line of a battle. Now, don't worry, God is not looking for Arnold Schwarzenegger. You don't need to start downing the kale smoothies or you know, start the day with 500 press-ups or star jumps. You have everything you need, Jesus. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, and salvation. He's given you all of that. What is required of you is to keep the faith, to stand firm, to pray long and hard, and to keep your eyes open. I don't know how this year has affected you. It's been so different for all of us. For many thousands of people, this year has meant losing a loved one to an awful disease, 
to many, many people it's meant losing their jobs and many, many have suffered greatly with their mental health. Maybe you feel on the back foot here. While our situation may look like a losing battle, we are in fact on the winning side. Jesus conquered death and hell when he rose from the dead. The Bible says he wears the victor's crown. We are simply required to hold on, to hold on to the faith, to keep our eyes firmly on him. Finally, in our little slogan, trust God. Simply trust God. Now, I found learning to drive really, really hard. I'm one of those people who has just terrible hand-eye-feet coordination and trying to get my hands on my feet and to do different things at different times was just so difficult for me. And as I got closer to my test, I knew there was just absolutely no way I could pass it on my own. And like everybody, I really wanted to pass my driving test. I already had two little kids and um, driving is expensive. I just needed to get on with it. I just wanted to get cracking. I just wanted to be able to drive. And it's, that memory stands out to me because I had to 100% rely on God. I literally prayed my way through that test. Now, I don't know if that makes you feel any safer having me on the road, but I trusted the Holy Spirit the whole way through. My clear memory is doing my um, parking manoeuvre, having to reverse around the corner, and I just remember saying to the Holy Spirit, when do I need to turn my wheel, when? And he said, now. And I obeyed, and I did it. And incredibly for me, I passed my test with one minor. When life is more than we can manage, we can trust God. You know, there's quite a few references in the Bible to pray continuously, continuously, to pray continuously, to pray without ceasing. And I think that's actually what we're supposed to do. I think the dream scenario for us as followers of Jesus is to walk with him through our days, day in, day out, ask him to help us with the hard stuff, say sorry when we mess up, receive his power and his grace. Life feels overwhelming because it is. We were never meant to do this on our own. And we don't have to. We have a good God. This year has been crazy and maybe next year will be even crazier. There is no guarantees that it's gonna get any easier. What is 100% guaranteed is that God is so, so good and so, so trustworthy. Does anyone remember those wristbands from the late 90s that said frog on them? R-F-F-O, oh my gosh, F-R-O-G. Fully rely on God. Maybe we need to bring those things back. Fully rely on God. Finally, stay awake. Don't sleep on the job. Keep the faith, resist the enemy, and trust Jesus, trust God, the author and perfecter of our faiths. I'd love just to pray for you guys as we close. Father God, thank you that you are good. Thank you that you are 100% trustworthy, whatever is going on around us. And I pray now for everybody watching Jesus that you will keep us awake, awake to your goodness, Awake to your faithfulness. 
Keep us trusting you, Lord. Keep us holding on to the faith you've given us. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for listening to the Preston Minster podcast. We'll see you again soon.